0: I wanna take just a moment, and I wanna challenge you here on this Christmas Eve. I don't wanna just leave you with a thought, I don't wanna just leave you with a a nice feeling, but I wanna challenge you today. We know that in a few hours, Christmas will be over. Tomorrow morning, after the Christmas presents are ripped open and uh, you finished off all of the, the final meal, things will start somehow getting back to normal. The Christmas decorations will start coming down sometime those Christmas lights will come down not as soon as she wants them but though they will get down we recognize that that house will feel empty when all the nativity scenes and the Christmas trees and the garland and everything is put away it's gonna feel like this house is empty But we'll start trying to get back to some kind of normal. And I know that most of us probably have pre-Christmas or Christmas, normal Christmas traditions. But I bet we don't have many after Christmas traditions. And so I want to challenge you with what are we going to do when Christmas is over? When Christmas is over... I mean, I don't want to take away from this moment right here. I don't want to take away from Christmas Day tomorrow or whatever else you have planned in between now and New Year. But I want to challenge you with what we're going to do when Christmas is over. And and I want to read the Christmas story just for a moment. In Luke chapter 2, verse number 8. And you'll recognize him as this sign. You'll find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. And suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and peace on earth to, whom, uh, to, those, whom, to those with whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened. I want to focus on just a few scriptures, and then I want us to take some lessons from those who have gone before. In Luke 2, 17, we just read it, it says, after seeing Him. These are things that happen after, so after Christmas, when Christmas is over. After seeing Him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened. And then all who heard the shepherds were astonished. But Mary kept these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God. So my question to you is real simple. What are you gonna do when Christmas is over? What are you gonna do besides putting up the decorations, besides trying to lose the few pounds we added? What are you gonna do when Christmas is over? Are you gonna cry when you get the credit card bill? You know, are you gonna be mad because you didn't get what you wanted? What are you gonna do when Christmas is over? Well, from this passage of scripture, there are three ways that we can respond when Christmas is over. And this is the way I'm gonna choose to respond and I hope to challenge you to do the same. Number one, I'm gonna think about him more often. I'll think about Jesus more often. That's what Mary did. She pondered these things in her heart and she thought about them often. After Christmas is a good time to reflect on everything that we've seen, everything that we've heard. I don't want you to put the story of Jesus away with the garland and with the Christmas lights and with the wrapping paper and everything else. I want you to continue to think about these things that we've heard and these things that we've seen, the things that make Christmas so special, the coming of Jesus. Why did he come? In fact, C.S. Lewis said this. He said, we don't need to be told new ideas as much as we need to be reminded of old truths. We just need to be reminded of what we already know. We need to be reminded of why Christ came. I mean, why did he come? He came so that we could have forgiveness of sin. He came as a baby so that we could come to him. We don't necessarily need new things. Just be reminded of the old. So I'm gonna think about it more often, but the second thing is I will become a better worshiper. And I want to challenge you to do the same. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had seen and all that they had heard. I mean, they had just witnessed the greatest birth announcement ever. But it made them better worshipers. But the reason that we should be better worshipers after reminding ourselves of the Christmas story is because of what the Christmas story actually says. The angel said to the shepherds, I bring you good news. It's for you. A savior has been born to you. This sign is for you. He said, "You will find a baby wrapped in a, in a cloth and lying in a manger." He said, "This will be your king, your savior, your Messiah." You see, sometimes we get caught up with the the intangible, or sometimes the the the, the vagueness of. The fact that for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only. But God so loved you that he gave his one and only. He he loved you. And yet he loved me. We need to remember that this message is about him coming to each of us as individuals. And so when the shepherds heard this, that a message had come to them, not just anybody, but to them, it made them a better worshiper. And I want to remind you that this message of Christmas is about Jesus coming, but he came to you. He came for you. That should make us better worshipers. So I'm going to think about him more often. I'm going to become a better worshiper, but you know what? I'm going to also tell someone about Jesus. I'm going to tell someone about Jesus After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened, what the angels had said to them about this child, and all who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. Everybody who heard it were astonished. When the angels came, that announcement of Jesus' birth, it was like a light shining in their life that woke them up from their slumber there on that hillside while they were watching the sheep at night. Did you know that's what our story does? Now, I know some people don't like to share their story about Christ because they're afraid of getting asked a question that they may not be able to answer. But can I tell you something? People, It's really hard for them to argue with a personal testimony. This is what Jesus has done for me. This is the change he has made in my life. You can argue theology all day long. You can argue different opinions of Scripture all day long, but you know what? You can't argue with me about what Jesus has done for me. Jesus has saved me, and Jesus has healed me, and Jesus has changed me. I'm gonna go tell somebody about Jesus, and I challenge you to do the same thing. But the way you tell Jesus, or the way you tell others about Jesus, is if Jesus has touched you. If Jesus has changed you, if Jesus has saved you, and I challenge you to let him into your life and not forget the most important part of Christmas, and that's Jesus. I read the story of a wealthy European family that had decided to do a baby dedication in their own home. So they invited about a dozen other families to come, and they were going to have this very elaborate uh, celebration and an elaborate Uh, dedication service for their child and so as the guests came in they they came in and they draped their their furs and their coats and their cloaks and their capes and uh, everything on the bed in the front bedroom and then they were hosted elegantly and lavishly and then the time came for the reason they were all there to dedicate the child and when the mother looked for the child she couldn't find the child the housekeeper said, well, I'll go find the child. She went, and she couldn't find the child. All of a sudden, everybody went into a mad scramble to try to find the child. Somebody finally found the child underneath the coats and the furs and the jackets and the capes. Everybody come in and just dropped their coats right on top of a sleeping baby. The baby was fine. The baby's all right, healthy and well. But my whole point is this. Sometimes we can neglect forget overlook even smother out the very meaning of christmas with all the things that go on with christmas we can forget the baby of christmas we can forget the reason jesus came with all the 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 activities and all of the festivities and everything that happens don't forget the reason that we're here his name is jesus the one who came to bring salvation to us all